This is the Women Conversation Podcast by The Edge Singapore. This episode is sponsored by Visu, luxury Swiss appliance manufacturer since 1913. Hi, my name is Audrey and my guest today is Esther Ann. Esther is the Chief Sustainability Officer for City Developments Limited. Her job scope is wide and varied, and in today's episode, she gives us a summary of what she does and how you too can be a part of the green movement. Hi Esther, and welcome to our show. Let's start off by asking you, what is the difference between a corporate sustainability versus a personal one? Thank you, Audrey, for having me. Uh, well, the fundamental of sustainability is about how you can prosper, uh, not at the expense of the environment, to the communities and people, and most importantly, not at the expense of the future of your children and grandchildren. We want them to enjoy nature, enjoy life, you know, landscape, and hopefully seafood too And in the future. And cities actually only occupy about 3% of landmass in the world. But cities consume about two-thirds of energy and account for 70% of greenhouse gas emissions. The whole world is uh, experiencing very rapid urbanization and most of us grew up in Singapore it's like we don't know everything it is from from the supermarket we don't know a lot you ask the children where are the chicken you know from you know they will say that oh supermarket same vegetable or whatsoever so how do we engage the younger generation to learn about sustainable lifestyle is very important both corporates and even public sector any organizations and any individual can contribute to so-called sustainable sustainability and a sustainable future. The basic principle of the triple bottom line is you can prosper and also taking care of the planet and also people. This applies to everybody. And don't think that individual can't do much. In fact, they can do a lot. Don't forget that the whole world is made up of individual forming companies, forming government agencies and, and uh, NGO. So everybody in the world can do something. And that is also why at, uh, our business in the green building and all that uh, resource efficiency, energy efficiency has always been our top priority for more than two decades now at CDL. And our ethos is actually conserving as we construct and also as we manage because the whole life cycle of real estate has a lot of interaction with the public sector, private sector, and everyone. And uh, people, even you are not part of the industry, you live in a real estate. You, you, you work and play and use real estate as a consumer, shoppers, diners. Whatever, how you, what you do, you have an impact on real estate and on the built environment. And buildings actually account for almost 40% of greenhouse gas emission worldwide. And studies show that in average, people spend about 90% indoor. So how you use your building can make a huge difference. Speaking about making a huge difference, as an individual, will it make a huge impact if I bring my own tiffin carrier to the hawker centre, for example? Is that going to be a big difference? Definitely. Every individual can do our part. And for example, uh, what you consume, what sort of food do you buy and uh, what sort of um, grocery do you buy? And the difference is if you buy from local produce, for example, it will reduce the carbon footprint a lot. And I'm one that who really against 
single-use plastic. If you read more about the so-called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, it is a very frightening story. Every minute in the whole world, every minute, one million water bottles are consumed. And what will be end of life of all these single-use plastic? A lot go to the landfill and also significant portion make their way to the ocean. Currently, according to UN Environment, the Pacific Garbage Patch is as big as three times of France. And can you imagine that if people continue to throw away single-use plastic, whether it is bottles or container or plastic bag, in five, ten years' time, this garbage patch will be growing like, I, I don't know, I can't imagine. It's very frightening. And in fact, I, I was talking to a marine scientist a, a couple of years ago, and he became a vegan. And so I said, oh, why? You know, we have such good chili crab in Singapore and all that. He said, Esther, if you know that, how much uh, microplastic is contained in uh, seafood and uh, fish and, and all that, you, you will join me. So these are the choices that consumer or individual can make. So, of course, we all love food and, and all that, but, well, there is some form of responsibility that we can make when we consume, when we dispose of our waste and all that. And I think every single individual can do something. Yeah, Don't use single-use plastic. Bring your water bottle everywhere you go and bring your Tupperware when you buy food. Yeah. Those are some startling facts. Thank you for that, Esther. Can you tell us more about the connection between women and sustainability? What a great question. You know, I mean, you're asking you know, me of this like pet subject about women driving sustainability. And when we grew up, you can still remember that the household is run by your mum, right? And today, I'm a mum, I'm a housemaker also. I make most of the decision what to purchase and where to go on holiday and what to buy for my children and how to guide my helpers. Hey, don't throw away food. Don't use water from the tap to water the plant. There are a lot of things we can do as a woman, not just at home, but at work as well. And now I have actually met a lot of amazing ladies. They can be at C-suite level, they can be at operational level, and there are a lot of young entrepreneurs now that set up their own business to sell products that are responsibly produced or bring in products that are really uh, very amazing, you know, like you know, this Christmas, actually, I was giving gifts that is from London. They bring in uh, that soluble type of lotion that you can create your own, you know, produce your own liquid agents to clean your kitchen tables and, and, uh, and the bathroom and all that. And all these are actually a way of life that women can make. And at the higher level, in the international level, there's so many amazing leaders. Don't forget that it was a woman who actually played a major role to ink the Paris Agreement. And there are also a lot of leaders like Executive Director of UN Global Compact, and which is the agents to really push for climate action and also UN Sustainable Development Goals. And UN Environment, the Executive Director, is also a woman. So there are a lot of women leaders in the world, whether at the highest level, international level or business level, or even at home. And that was also why that I set up this Women for Green in 2017, because I truly believe that women can drive sustainable lifestyle at work, at home and at play. 
and especially in the male-dominated industry, like in the building industry, you know, when I first joined, you know, more than 20 years ago, women don't didn't really have a loud voice or presence. But today, the table is turning. So women can really drive change. And uh, in my work, I engage a lot of young leaders, even teenagers. All these girls are like amazing. And we are providing, you know, the, our sustainability academy to bring together all these youth who want to do something for to conserve the environment, come together from different parts of the world to interact, to exchange notes, and to drive change. There is actually no borders for environmental conservation. And women rocks. Thank you, Esther. That was so insightful. Thank you. We hope you have enjoyed this episode with Esther Ahn, Chief Sustainability Officer for City Developments Limited. In the next episode of the Women Conversation podcast, join Pauline as she speaks to Rina Neo, entrepreneur, investor and educationist. This podcast was produced by The Edge Singapore. Thank you for listening to the Women Conversation podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us and we'll see you next time.